Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Beyond Growth Show. I'm here as always with the lovely Claudia Harvey. Hey, everybody. So I just saw on Twitter that today is National Dress Up Your Pet Day. Yeah, I saw that too. Craig, you have a dog. Are you dressing up Harley? I think we should ask the audience if I should be dressing up Harley today. And tell me, how would you like her dressed? Should she be Harley Quinn or should she be Harley Davidson? You let me know and that's the way we'll go. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. And everybody remember that she's a mulchy, right, Craig? She's a small dog. So <laughs> factor that into your answer, everybody. Right. Yes, yeah, she is a mulchy. So we'd have to see if she could pull off the Harley Quinn or the Harley Davidson. Yeah. Anyways, let us know which way we go. Anyways, I always find some of these national days are a little bit quirky. Why? What do you mean? Well, yesterday was make your dream come true day. That's not quirky. That's every day. Well, I guess that's right. But tomorrow is Strawberry Ice Cream Day, National Hat Day, and National Bagel Day. Well, so I can wear my hat to go get my ice cream um, right after I eat my bagel for lunch. How's that? Yes, yes you can. <laughs> I'm interested in knowing how many people are actually going to put their ice cream on their bagel. Oh, ooh, yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> well, I don't know. Some people eat some pretty different things. Very true, very true. Well, anyway, enough about that. Who is our guest today? Today, our guest is Hashem Chaudhry, managing partner of BG Accounting and Business Solutions. Hashem will jumpstart the tax season and reminding everybody not to procrastinate. Uh, so easy to procrastinate on filing for taxes. And for business owners and entrepreneurs, that cannot be the case. Cannot. And everybody, before we start, remember to like and subscribe to our YouTube and Spotify channel. And please comment and click the bell for any updates to the videos. Okay, as always, let's start with something positive. Well, I have something positive. Um, listeners and viewers, a couple episodes ago, we had Linda on and we were talking about snowshoeing and I had never tried snowshoeing, but now I have. So we're surrounded in snow and I always like trying something new. So I actually tried snowshoeing for the first time. That's fantastic. Snowshoeing yes. is so much fun, right? Getting out there with the, with the snowshoes on, getting used to them at the beginning, right? And then walking along across the snow and just enjoying nature, right? It's beautiful getting out into those trails that you can get out to on, on when you're snowshoeing. Love it. It was, it was a lot harder than I had anticipated because you think that you're walking on top of the snow and you are, but it's, it's a real good cardio and muscle workout. So I really, really enjoyed it. My goodness, I was tired when I came back, but then I had some hot chocolate, which was really nice. <laughs> so anyway, that was my something positive. <laughs> That's perfect. That's great. So let's move along and bring on our guest. Since tax season is right around the corner, we wanted to bring on someone who is passionate about taxes. We're happy to have Hashem Chaudhry on our show, managing partner of BG Accounting and Business Solutions. And a lot of people avoid getting their taxes done like the plague. I have never heard of someone who's feeling passionate about taxes. Let's bring Hashem on and find out more. Welcome, Hashem. Hey, Craig. Hi, Claudia. How are you doing? Hi, Hashem. Nice to have you on our show. 
Great thank to have you, you. Thank you for having me. No, see, I get this question uh, quite a lot. It's like, Hashim, uh, you know, some people even get disgusted as like, you you enjoy taxes like you. Uh, but I'm like, you know what, somebody, you know, they always say somebody got to do the dirty work if you want to say it. Uh, but uh, I have, uh, it's been my childhood dream uh, since I was 12 uh, that I wanted to uh, have my own uh, accounting practice. And uh, taxes have uh, been a topic that I've always been in intrigued about. Uh, my grandfather, he was a tax lawyer. My father, he was uh, uh, a chartered accountant, now CPA these days, but he was a chartered accountant. So I, uh, taxes have been part of my, uh, me and my blood for a while. And uh, I just love uh, uh, taxes uh, in it's ever changing. It's not a boring topic. Um, it's a need a lot of people have and uh, th something that a lot of people struggle with. And uh, so every day, every call, um, every minute of my uh, day, it's a new challenge, a new, uh, a new story, a new uh, task. So, and it's so wide and as we enter into uh, uh, other uh, countries like how we're now doing U.S. taxes, we're expanding into other parts of the world, uh, Europe, Australia. Um, you know, it's it's something that you know. If you, I, I just love the learning in there. It's just, and you could, you're probably you're smiling now. It's like you can probably tell like okay, this guy is crazy about taxes. So we can definitely tell that you're you're passionate <laughs> about the taxes, which is so uncommon to hear. But we can feel it, we can see it. And it's, it's really interesting that you bring up the fact that, you know, people would think taxes and accounting never changes. It's just the same old thing every day, right? And, and not, but it's really interesting to hear you talk about uh, the differences, the changes that you do see the, as things move along. And I guess with even different clients, right? Every client in a different industry or in their own financial circumstances needs something different from their accountant and from their, their tax people. Exactly. I mean, no, not like you will once in a blue moon see a same scenario repeat again. It's everybody case, like they might have the similar challenge, but because their individual tax situation is so different, the outcome and the thought process is just, it's just a new cycle altogether. So it just uh, keeps my, uh, keeps the adrenaline, would that be good to say? But it keeps me going, it, it, it's fun. And it sounds like it's very important for you to stay on top of um, different areas of the, the tax rules, the tax laws, as you're dealing with many different clients, many different industries, there's quite a bit of information you have to know to get it right for people. Would that oh, yeah. be true? Definitely, uh, it's, uh, you know, people, my, my friends ask me, Hashim, have you seen the game? Have you seen uh, that particular episode or movie? And I was like, no, have you seen the new legislation that just came out? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, it, it's funny though, but uh, there's a lot uh, of tax activity that happens on daily basis. And, and quite frankly speaking, um, these past few months since uh, the COVID has come in, uh, all governments are bringing in new uh, relief packages, credits, relief, like all sorts of things. And um, it, it's, it's ever changing, you know, like if we just look at SERP, for example, I mean, there has been a major shift uh, in how the whole thing works almost 
I can say five times already <laughs> yeah. and the interpretation keeps changing things. So you gotta pretty much just stay on top of it and uh, the business loans that are coming out, the SIBA loans, uh, now they're moving it up to 60. So we are helping our clients um, every day on those things and uh, making sure they're getting the support that they need and um, and any new changes, any eligibility criteria that are easing or becoming tougher, uh, we stay on top. So when the call comes to us, we're ready for them and uh, getting those people uh, uh, the information. And yeah, I think it's I think they need in a timely fashion. Yeah, I, I, I think it's very unfortunate that there are many business owners and or even individuals who haven't been able to take advantage of these credits because they just don't know how to navigate it. And I know you talk about the CERB, you talk about the, um, the wage subsidy, looking at the wage subsidy, how much that has changed from when you were initially applied for a wage subsidy to the mm -hmm. steps that you have to actually go through now to get the subsidy. And I think most people would give up and very unfortunately not get the funds that are available to them. So we always talk about the importance of having professionals in, in your life, whether it be in your business or even your personal. The, the personal taxes, I'm sure, are going to be very different this year. People yeah. doing it for themselves are, are going to miss things. So, you know, I, I, I see the, the need for guys like you, for companies like BG Accounting and Business Solutions, so people make sure they're getting everything that's available to them and, and you staying on top of it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, part of the things, uh, you know, what we have implemented in the office, uh, Craig, is we have a designated team within the office uh, whose job is literally watch the news every morning, 10 a.m., 11 a.m., and just make sure anything that get, uh, gets announced. Uh, for example, uh, more recently, the $400 credit for people who are working from home and uh, people are going to be having empl employment expenses that they can now write off. Uh, uh, I know in U.S. and Canada, many people are now, if you were working from home due to COVID, you're not gonna, now going to be able to write off. So, yes, the returns for uh, that we will be filing in spring in the coming year are going to be very, very different. Uh, people have collected uh, benefits of all sorts. Some are taxable, some are non-taxable. Um, people are going to be looking at their credits that they're going to be getting. People are looking at their, their, their home office deductions. So yeah, this upcoming tax season, it's going to be fun. <laughs> it's going to be, it's going to be fun. Wow. How many people, how many people out there watching or listening are thinking right now, tax season is going to be fun. <laughs> well, we know Hashim is thinking that because uh, he said it. So, you know, your team at um, BG Accounting and Business Solutions is, is really special. And, you know, I constantly hear feedback from clients who say the outstanding service they've got, the outstanding results they've got, thousands of dollars in refunds that they haven't seen before. You became a client uh, as well, Claudia. I did. I was a client um, years ago, um, you know, talking about people doing their own taxes. I personally strongly advise not to do your own taxes. And I have a story. Can I share my story really, really fast? Sure. My very, very first time I made commission as a salesperson way back in the day, like a million years ago, um, my husband was going to do my, he did my taxes. He, he calculated my taxes and I owed something ridiculous, like 6,000, 7,000, 16,000, $20,000. I don't, can't remember what it was. And I'm like, dude, I'm not, I'm taking this back. I'm bringing it to an accountant. I'm bringing it to a specialist. 
So that person saved me $2,000 on my taxes. So I think it's incredibly important to have a specialist, a person that really understands it and following the legislation, following all the tricks of the trade that you can apply to people. And I became a client of, uh, of BG Accounting Business Solutions probably back in 2014. I think, Craig, when I first saw you on stage and we started getting into our network and I met you, Hashem, at the same time and we got into some really great tax advice that has saved my family thousands and thousands of dollars, legally, I might add, in saving taxes. So a lot of times people, I want to say this also, a lot of times people think that you have to stay super, super, super conservative with your taxes, but there are ways to, um, to really understand the legislation, understand the tax, um, the laws that you can take to your advantage. And if you're not a specialist, like I'm not a specialist, but you are Hashem and you were able to save us tremendous amount of dollars. Yeah, I mean, a few things I always tell people is when you're having a heart attack, you don't go to www.webmd.com and try to <laughs> troubleshoot yourself. It's not like a reset button under your arm that you can go like, okay, reset. No, you, you can't. Um, tax laws are simple yet complex, uh, depending on situ situation to situation. And, um, you know, many, many times, you know, I meet people in networking and stuff, who, people who do their taxes, and I actually take them up for a challenge. I'm like, if I don't, you go prepare your return, and then I'm going to prepare your return. And what I prepare, if, I, if my fees are justified from there, you pay me then. And uh, knock on wood, thank God I've never been, <laughs> uh, I've never lost a bet over there, but uh, it, it, it's, it's just... Like people have expertise, like, like an accountant can see things better. And to, to add to your point over there uh, of why uh, people love us a lot, uh, Craig, um, you know, one of the things I have seen over the years in our reviews and testimonials, all those emails and calls we get and people referring clients to us, uh, the one common word in there is the word care. Um, and I always tell people, we're not your typical accountants. Because we care. Um, things like if you gave me a January and a March bill, uh, I'm going to harass you for the February bill. I'm going to make sure you uh, get that to me. And uh, we want to make sure before we file anything, uh, like it's, it's the best thing that uh, we can do. And um, the other side of the thing uh, or the story is accountants are privy to so much information. Um, you'll be surprised when we look at uh, people's finances at the, uh, at the end of the year or through the year, we see things which are not done right. Um, we see people have debt. We see people struggling. But yes, many, many accountants out there, uh, I'm not going to say all of them, many accountants out there will pretty much overlook them and just say, you know what, uh, I'm just... You know, the, here are the numbers. I'm plugging them in. Off you go, right? Yeah, um, yeah. And I, I, you know, I've seen that over there. That's different with us. We will make sure that if we see there is a solution, that's why we partner with many uh, uh, great people, and uh, we're continuously educating ourselves. Uh, you know, things on topics such as 
uh, insurances, topics such as mortgages, real estate, investments, understanding the markets. So we can pinpoint people that, hey, listen, this is what where you're struggling. Uh, and there is a solution. There is light at the end of the tunnel. And then just guide them through and hold their hand in the process. And uh, whether it's connecting them with Craig, um, you know, it's it's really comes down to like, hey, listen, we care. Yeah, I remember. I remember a few years back, uh, one of the business trainers that I worked with uh, really talked about how BG is an all-around solution. And for what you're saying there, Hashem, you know, people will go to their tax accountant or their tax preparer, and they'll just get that piece of work done, and nobody's looking at the other parts of their life. And as you say there are so many other things that intertwine, whether it be financially or their health, right? How many clients have you found the um, disability tax credit for just because you were caring about them and getting to know them a little bit more than just what their numbers were on paper and, and pushing the papers through. So there's a lot of money being left on the table because people aren't seeing the whole picture. So I really love how you talk about, it's not just about the numbers that come into the office, going on to a tax return and getting filed. There's a much bigger picture that can help people out in a lot of ways financially. So as we move on from there, I find it interesting that people always leave their taxes to the last minute. Why is this not good practice? And how early can people go to you and your team for this year's tax season? See, uh, people can come to me today, the, the point being. Uh, but tax season hasn't even... Well, I guess you're into tax season now, right? Yeah, you're into yeah, tax season, see, I guess. You now. have to be proactive rather than reactive. And reactive in the tax world doesn't mean anything because there's there's two kinds of numbers. There's accounting, which is literally us reporting what has already happened, and finance, which people predict what's going to happen in future. So people need to really understand accountants are just reporting what happened. Like we're not creating new stuff. You're the one, the, the taxpayer or the business is the one that deals with everything. Um, in terms of... Uh, you know, I want to address a very big um, issue over here. Uh, whether it's our academic systems or our um, parents um, or the society as a whole, uh, and even politicians, the way people have portrayed CRA, Canada Revenue Agency, or IRS, or other tax agencies in the world, they have portrayed them as monsters. And that's where the issue begins. People are not scared about taxes. People are actually scared about them, which in turn relates, uh, turns, uh, you know, and it's, it's a society issue. People are scared about their money. Like people are scared about the whole tax situation. And when they're scared about the, the main thing it, itself, they're scared about talking about it and scared about seeking even help. It's that bad that people are scared to even seek help about it that, hey, you know what, listen, if I go seek help, I don't know. Because, you know, yes, there have been accountants out there uh, over the years who have created schemes and stuff like that, and people have gone. No, in tax world, how we operate in BG accounting is it's black and white. There's no such thing as gray. Like a lot of people say, oh, we're going into the gray. And I'm like, no, 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 I don't go in gray. There's either you can do it or you can't do it. One of the biggest things that we, what we work on uh, uh, in the office and 
as you know, I'm passionate about uh, taxes, is that I continuously monitor legislations and I continuously monitor case law. There's case law, that, see, you can just read online and you'll get a very, very limited opinion about something. But if somebody, if you're working with somebody who can reference case law on how the courts ruled on a particular transaction, well, when, when court rules on a particular transaction, well, that's law as well. That's part of the law. So working with, into, with accountants who are well informed about what's happening out there, uh, there's a lot you can do. You know, I show my clients how they can write off their fish, their cats, their kids. Legally, there is no gray area in there. There is, there, there's black and white. And if you're operating black and white, you're good. You don't need to worry about something. And uh, it just comes down to one thing, start working. And that's advice I give to everybody who's listening. Work with people who are open to giving you education, who are not gonna keep everything with themselves. People who are going to explore options for you and educate you and want to work with you in growing your business and your wealth. And I think that actually goes completely back to what we've been saying in other podcasts about connecting to your money. Because the, the, really the minute I got into Craig's world and then got into your world, Hashem, it really showed me how to connect to my money. I, I think there's so many people that just don't understand really where their money goes. And they're like at the end of the year going, where did I, where, what did I spend my money on? And then I personally have um, your team talk to me throughout the year about my taxes and about my personal situation, my financial situation. It's not just a one-time thing. Because there are so many things that change over the course of the year, especially in a 2020, that happened a lot to, yeah. uh, to impact. And I typically tell all my clients, I'm like, hey, listen, call me through the year, right? Mm -hmm. Like at least every three months, mm -hmm. right? I Like just tell me like, hey, my kid's getting married or my son's, uh, my daughter's getting graduated or my son's just like, or my wife just started a business or whatever. Keep me in the loop. Let me give you the information ahead of time so you can do things properly so you're not uh, paying the tax man more than what you really have to uh, at the end of the year. Right, right. So, 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 well, so just before, we, you've kind of answered the question there um, about people leaving their taxes to the last minute and how early can people come see you about next tax season. I, I think from what I heard there to, to give clarity, is it's not when can we come and see you about next tax season. It's the fact that as soon as you're into the new year, you're already looking at next tax season. I, yeah. I, remember, I remember you talking about how people would come to you and they would do their HST if they are HST registered, and they would do it on an annual basis. And they would keep all of their receipts and all of their information till December 31st, and then come see you in January or February, and you would say, well, why didn't you come to me last year? And you wouldn't say that, but if you came to me before the year end, we could have done some things that could have positively affected your taxes for this tax season. Happens but once we pass December 31st, it's too We're just reporting. It's, it's just reporting, exactly. Like you said, the difference between accounting and financial. And by moving your clients over to HST on a quarterly basis, it's not any more work, really. It's just filing a few more times and you guys do it. What you're doing is opening up that conversation that Claudia just talked about. And every quarter you get their numbers and you start right from there 
working towards what the year should look like so it benefits them in the most way, as well as, like you said, you're more connected with the people so you know more about them. You know about that wedding that com is coming. You know about the baby that's coming, and you can guide them on how financially they could do it to benefit themselves as well. Does that make sense? Yep. Awesome. Awesome. I really, I really like that. You know, Claudia said it, get connected with your money. Getting connected so with your money isn't showing up at tax season with your receipts. Yeah. It's being connected through the year through the when year. you can actually make a difference. And, right. you know, I do want to add one point in there. A lot of times people talk about financial success. And to me, when I, when I, I listen to them and I, and I tell everybody, listen, there's never going to be financial success if you don't have a good tax strategy. It is, it, it's the first step. Um, Craig, uh, being my mentor, Craig, when I first started working with him uh, back in 2015, my first year refund uh, was almost $15,000. And just by following for six months what he told me that uh, what I should be doing. And, uh, you know, three years I saved that. And that's the and after th three years, all that tax money I saved, I went out and put down money for my first investment property. So, Very you know, nice. if what's the point? You're going to work so hard, but pay half of it in taxes. I'm like, no. So tax, you got to fix tax if you want financial situation. Otherwise, you're hitting a lottery or a jackpot to get rich. Otherwise, through what normally, what people normally do, no, you're never getting rich over there. Well, and I think tax implications also, as we talked about, um, impacts the changes that are in our environment, that are in our legislation. So, and I heard recently that Ontario recently passed the personal real estate corporation bylaw for real estate agents and real estate agents um, have a small business as well. So, and what is BG ABS doing to facilitate this new bylaw for real estate agents? So there's uh, this particular law was uh, going to be announced in March, but COVID hit and they finally announced it this fall. Uh, we've been working on this for, for a very long time. Um, see, each province has their own uh, uh, rules in there and Ontario, uh, we're in Ontario, so we're operating with a different set, but all of them have one thing in common, that real estate agents wanted to get their own corporation so they can enjoy the tax savings. And, uh, you know, it's been, they've been crying about it for a very long time. And, uh, you know, finally they heard about, heard the realtors and they're getting it. Uh, so what we start with, uh, with anybody who's a real estate agent, uh, we tell them one thing, hey, listen, uh, there's, there's, we need to first see if it's right for you. A lot of times people say, yeah, well, I'm going to get incorporated. No, let's take a look. What is your income? Can we first address the tax issue in your existing structure. Can we or can we not? If we cannot, for example, after income sharing, after paying the kids, after paying the wife or after paying the husband, whatever, um, maximizing your write-offs. If you're still at $45,000 net taxable income, well, at that point, that's when in Canada, again, US, we have different benchmarks. Australia, we have different, but in Europe, again, different benchmarks. We, we look at which jurisdiction you're at and we look at the cutoff cutoff point where we say, okay, at this point, the cost of having a corporation and maintaining it equals the tax benefit. Therefore, any additional dollar made should be made in that 
structure that you get, whether if you're in the US, you're going with an LLC or whatever the case is. Case is. So we first determine if that is what's going to be happening. And then we advise clients on that. And from there, if it does meet their, uh, if, if we see they're falling in that category, we then go ahead and send the clients uh, a list of things that we need from them. We get the clients incorporated. Uh, for most part, we get people incorporated within 24 hours. So that makes a, a lot of sense, Hashim. We're talking about real estate agents here, and you're saying the real estate agents lobbied for a number of years. You were watching it, paying attention, seeing it coming. And the average, most real estate agents, the average real estate agent would think, okay, we've been fighting for this. The, the, the association's been fighting for this. So if we've got it, it means we should all incorporate. But from what you're saying, that's not necessarily true. You got to look at the numbers first, right? Numbers never lie. And I tell everybody, numbers never lie. Right, right. And, you know, we're using real estate as an example because of those bylaws and the changes that came about. But really, that applies to anybody's business in any industry. Would that be correct? There's a certain level that you should be a sole proprietor compared to being an incorporated uh, entity. See, I normally uh, go out, uh, I explain all my clients whenever the topic of incorporation comes up, there's only three areas where, why you, you incorporate. If one of them become effective, you go and incorporate. The first one is, is business sense. And this is the same across the world for the most part. Uh, business sense. Well, business sense means, well, you're in an industry or you're trying to enter an industry where if you're not incorporated, people are not going to do business with you. Or... Uh, you're uh, getting patents or trademarks that you want to secure under uh, your corporation or secure your legal name. You know, it makes business or logistical sense why you need to incorporate. The other one is uh, legal. Uh, Now, again, you should definitely talk to a lawyer when we're talking about this, but generally speaking, uh, corporations in most parts of the world and jurisdictions uh, do provide people with limited liability, meaning if business gets sued, only the assets of the business are uh, under the under the stake, not uh, your personal uh, car, home, and things like that. And then and again, and again here, Hashim, sorry to interrupt. Recognizing that you're not a lawyer, people should talk to their legal counsel to get and the proper advice around law, right? Right. And the third one is the taxes, which I mentioned. Each jurisdiction has their own uh benchmarks that we have if you're crossing that that's when the conversation begins so you know i remember my professor michael kane uh, from university and he always used to make fun of me in the class because he would ask a question and i i was always the first one putting my hands up and he's like okay mr chaudhry what's the answer and i would always say well it depends and then you know, the next question always used to be okay mr chaudhry what does it depend upon so there is so many scenarios that are happening in there. People just, you know, I, I, I see all the time, people just, you know, I, I, sometimes I want to say, go as far as saying, people just wake up and they say, I want to get a corporation. No, there are three reasons why you should incorporate. And if you're not falling under one, don't waste your money. Because corporation is not like self-employed employed business, where if in a year you decide to let it go, you don't have to do anything with it. You just... Let it know. CRA doesn't ask you. IRS doesn't ask you about it. But if you're incorporated, you have responsibilities. Even if business did nothing, you have to file taxes. And they are not cheap either. 
And if one day you decide that you want to let it go, you have to dissolve it. It's a process. There's fees associated to it. You know, on average, on average, a corporate tax return costs people three to five times more than the same business would cost in sole prop. So there's no point increasing your cost of your accounting when there's no benefit that you're getting out of it. Right. And within the structure, there's so many different things you can do to mediate that. For example, if a husband and wife both work and the husband's the only one claiming the income on taxes and they make, let's say, $60,000 in profits. Well, do it as a partnership. 30-30, both are under 45, no point to incorporate. Right. So, right? so, so there's the answer is always depends. Speak to a <laughs> professional who understands this, uh, why you should be doing it and then take it from there. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it, it goes back to exactly what you said, speak to a professional, right? Because even just as you said, the cost of doing a corporation, uh, I believe you threw out the number 45,000 in Ontario at, as being the level of net income where it makes sense to spend that extra money and incorporate because of the tax advantages start to kick in at that point. So very interesting. So something else I wanted to ask you, Claudia, or um, something else I wanted to ask you, Hashem, uh, if a Canadian wanted to start a business or had a business in the U.S., is that something you and your team can help them with? Definitely, we can help help them with. We can. Uh, so one thing I do want to say, uh, both in Canada and U.S., you don't have to register a business to do business. A lot of people think they have to register a master business license or operating name. You need to get the blessings of government before you do that. No, your requirement is that you you must report any income that you earn from it, both from IRS and CRA, and it's your choice to report expenses. <laughs> they will happily tax you on the income, all of it, but you have the choice to report in, uh, expenses. So that, with that said, um, you know, we, we get these questions all the time, Hashem, we're launching a business in US, uh, or we're a US company trying to do business in Canada. Well, there's a lot of NAFTA in there, a lot of treaties in there, and, uh, you know, if you're just starting for many people, not all of them, some industry sectors are uh, different and some states are different. Um, but, for, but by and large, if you're just doing a one-off transaction or your primary source of income is not from the other country um, and, you know, you're just doing few sales here and there, uh, you really don't have much to worry about. Um, it's mainly the sales tax things that uh, you cannot charge, for, a Canadian cannot charge U.S., uh, client uh, sales tax uh, and vice versa. But for the most part, as long as you're claiming your income uh, in your respective country, you're good. Uh, in US, uh, sometimes you have to enter the W8 Ben series, which is pretty much like a, you know, a declaration that, hey, I'm a Canadian uh, and you don't withhold taxes for me because I'm gonna be filing taxes in Canada. And it's completely allowed within the treaties and the NAFTA rules. So. Um, you know, there's real people overthink it. Go ahead. If you're a Canadian, U.S. is a great market to enter. Um, and same for U.S. clients. Uh, there's a lot of good things happening in Canada as well. And, uh, you know, don't be scared by them. The, you can easily have your transactions, but just make sure you speak to an accountant who can handle those transactions. Um, and they're not necessarily cost you anything additional for many, many, in many, many cases. And uh, sometimes they're just formalities like, hey, yes, like, like Texas, for example, you just need to tell them, hey, I'm a Canadian company, 
I, have, I made this much revenue and I'm paying taxes in Canada. It's one page, sign it, send it back, boom, you're done. So it's not really a return. So it's, um, there are formalities, but don't, don't be scared for them. Yeah. Yeah. I find, I find it very interesting that how you, what you said constitutes the fact that you're in business. You know, many people would think, oh, I'm in business once I go to register my business. But as you said, that's not when you become in business. You become in business when you've actually earned a dollar from somebody in income. And, and when you say earned, you're not talking about net earnings, right? You're talking yeah. about growth earnings. Right. The minute you sell something, whether it be a service, a product, or something to somebody outside of employment or investments, you're in business, right? Yeah. Yep. And, and you have to uh, you know, we show you from there what kind of stuff you can write off. And our Payless Tax work Workshop is just about that. Yeah, and business owners not really realizing how much they can write off, right? You know, just tweaking their thoughts a little bit about how they spend can make a major difference on your tax return, your refunds, and in a positive way. Definitely. Very nice. Well, Hashim, you certainly do have tons, tons, tons of knowledge about how to implement the correct tax strategies and investment strategies, financial strategies for people. So um, I hear that you have some good news to share. Oh, lots of good news. <laughs> um, you know, I've been very blessed. Um, um, and uh, I have, uh, first thing first, I'm blessed with uh, uh, my mom. She prays for me all the time. Second, I'm blessed to have a wonderful team and uh, uh, who works with me and my mentors, you, Claudia, Craig, and a couple of other uh, really great people out there, um, which I think because of all of you, uh, good things happen. But uh, we just had our baby number four. Oh, wow. Congratulations, Hashem. Thank you. Thank you. So officially, I have four under four. We got a new office as well uh, in Mississauga. And uh, that's doing really well. Uh, it's, it's turning out really like uh, my team setting it up, decorations. I know they were setting them up earlier today and uh, it's looking great. Um, and uh, we're, we have, uh, we're in final, like we're in phase three of our cloud accounting platform. Everybody's loving it. And uh, very soon we're gonna make it uh, global. And uh, there's, uh, yeah, new locations coming and, uh, yeah, lots of good stuff happening. That's great. That's fantastic, well, Ash. I'm really great to hear that the, the family is doing well, uh, especially as we, we come out of the year that we've just come out of and hear that you're doing well and the business doing well, expanding into new locations, obviously giving jobs to, to more people is really great to hear. So really great information, Hashim, that we've covered over here. I'm sure there's a number of people that want to connect with you and get more information. What's the best way for them to do that, to connect with you or your team? Uh, the first thing first, they need to take action. And uh, there's a number of ways you can reach out to me. Uh, you can visit our web website at www.bgaccountinggroup.com and uh, our contact information is all over there. Uh, matter of fact, you can book us directly from there as well. And uh, or alternatively, you can email me directly at passionc at bgaccountinggroup.com. So that's H-A-S-H-I-M-C, uh, C for cat, at bgaccountinggroup.com or call the office at 905-789-8827. And uh, you can reach me on social media, uh, whichever way. 
uh, we'll be more than happy to connect with you. Well, thank you so much, Hashem, for providing some amazing insights today and uh, for coming onto our show. Really, really appreciate it. And that ends our segment for today. Um, it concludes our podcast, but with every episode, I like to provide a quote. And this quote couldn't be more perfect. And once again, everybody, who said this quote? This is too difficult for a mathematician. It takes a philosopher. Who said that? That was Albert Einstein, and he was referring to filing taxes. <laughs> Very interesting. Very interesting. Okay, well, thank you, Hashim. It's been fantastic having you on the show. Uh, I'm sure a number of people are going to be looking to uh, connect with you. Stay tuned for the next episode when we'll have crypto entrepreneur and Bloom Solutions founder and chief strategic officer, Luis Buenaventura, joining us from the Philippines. I am looking forward to that. And everybody, please remember to like, comment, and subscribe to our podcast channel. If you're watching us on YouTube, hit that notification bell to get updates on our latest podcast. Thank you everyone for joining us today. And we look forward to connecting again. Take care, everybody. Thank you, everyone. Take care.